Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because today we're going to be going over the first night of live feed action in Big Brother 22 All-Stars or whatever you want to call it. I don't care. I don't even know what to call it at this point. But we're going to go over the feeds from night one and a little bit of the feeds from today. And obviously, there's ongoing action as we're talking to you right now. So if something happens while we're talking, that generally uh, seems to be the case. Something huge happens while <laughs> we're talking about it. And then we have to scramble. And then it's just a whole lot of fun from there. But uh, we're going to start when the feeds came on up to the point. Really, we're talking about the safety suite. We're talking about Tyler and his 30 final twos uh, that he's got going on in the house right now. We're talking early targets in Cody's mind, possibly. And we'll, we'll try to get everything in between that we can for you guys in a short amount of time. So you guys are all caught up on the feeds. If you haven't gotten to catch up on them yet, we've got the chat open. If you guys want to say anything cool or say anything not so nice to us, it's whatever you really want. It's whatever you're feeling. My name is Barrett. Joining me as always is Daniel Icon Brown in the lovely Rock Salmon. I did it again. That's going to be my new order. Who cares? Oh my gosh. Uh, but uh, obviously, if you guys love this video feed, that's cool. But if you guys want to also catch us on our audio feed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can do that as well. You can find us anywhere you would like to. Um, but let's get started. Guys, what are we feeling with these live feeds? Obviously, there's plenty of things that we can hit on. But I want to start out with a simple question, maybe a biggest headline. Who is playing the hardest right now? just in these 24 hours, or less than 24 hours that we've had these feeds? Nicole Franzel. Nicole Franzel. Roxy, who's your opinion? Playing the hardest or playing the, the or best? Maybe Tyler. Uh, Nicole or Tyler. There, that's, there. I mean, there's a lot of differences between those two words, but I would say who is making the most impact early on, let's say in a positive way, because we definitely have negatives with some people, but in a positive way. Um... Daniel Donato. Daniel Donato. Or Davon. Wait, what What did you just ask? That he answered Daniel to? Who's playing hardest in a positive way? Yeah. Like, who's playing the best game, right? That's like, yeah, sure. The best game. I don't okay. think that, but I don't think Daniel Donato is playing the best game. You don't game have to right think now. that. That's, that's why we're here. That's we can discuss was, these no, things. That's fine. That's why I was really confused though um, when his answer was Danielle because I don't think that at all. So I was like, well, maybe that's not well, the question. She's not playing horrible. I and then I changed it to Davon. I think Davon is playing. I mean, I'm loving Davon's position right now. Well, I mean, well, but there's a difference between best position in the house and best gameplay. Let's 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 dig into Nicole Franzel a little bit um we can if we want to distinguish between nicole's i've seen people start calling nicole franzel rat cole or we can go na and <laughs> nf if we're typing out on the live feeds it's it's going to be a debate that goes on until there's only one nicole left in this house but let's dig into nicole franzel a little bit by talking about her i don't know somewhat final two or very hardcore final two with cody it seems like it seems like this was a very pre-existing thing which they've played together in bb16 it's not you know out of the woodwork that they would work together in this game but it seemed very early on that they as far as cody goes who is the hoh they might be the most aligned out of anyone in terms of cody is that you think that's correct nicole franzel yeah um i'd say that's fair or tyler I mean, we've seen Cody bond with plenty of people. We saw, the, I think the first little bit of a hint at who Cody might work with was in the storage room. And he told Tyler, you know, are you ready to run this house? Uh, or run through this house was actually his wording. But we kind of got a hint at that. Um, and Kaser walked in. And then Kaser walked part. in. Or he was already there. It was one or the other. No, but, he walked in and then it made him super paranoid. And they're like, did did Kaser hear us say that? Mm -hmm. Which I think is largely 
um, part of the reason that Cody has thrown Kaser's name out there um, as a target for this week that and Cody is an idiot and has absolutely no idea who Kaser even is. I mean, he's not even a threat to your game. Plus he's pretty. So please don't kick him out yet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just think that's such a ridiculous thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it, because his, like, he's like, he's throughout um, Janelle and Kaser's name, but his target isn't really Janelle. It's, Kaser. Right. And like, in my opinion, a, a lot of these people, I mean, I think that Co- our Kaser is very aware. He's one of the first people to be like, hey, uh, keep an eye out for Cody and uh, Tyler. They seem to be up to something. So, I mean, I guess in that sense, it's smart to go after Kaser. But in my opinion, he should pull in Kaser and Janelle because if everyone's already starting to see the formation of a duo between Cody and Tyler, that's really threatening if you don't have other duos in the game to kind of combat that target. It, it is really interesting yeah. right now because I feel like, and I kind of hinted at this before we started, uh, we just watched Survivor 40 and that was very much a, an all-star season, but it was also uh, a season where they brought in old players and new players to the point where they had to make the terms old school versus new school. And I feel like I keep hearing that now with this game and it's starting to feel the same way when we're watching these dynamics form, we're watching Nicole and Cody and Tyler kind of team up together and immediately Cody's throwing out, you know, what about Janelle and Kaser and Keisha, all these names from more old school players. It's just like, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't necessarily it, want the season to go this way, uh, but I feel like it's starting he to lean towards said that. Danny. I mean, he didn't say like to put her on the block, yes. but she's he, sneaky. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he did not have like, he's afraid of her basically like he's scared of her right and i feel like danny is since we're officially calling her danny and not danielle uh danny's one of those people right now who is playing very aggressively right off the bat i think yeah and this was her mistake in 13 Mm -hmm. and she you know admits that and I, so I don't understand. I mean, look, I get that Janelle is probably her biggest competition in the house. They're the most similar to each other. They're both, you know, excellent, very strong personality female players. And and so I do get, you know, it does make sense that you don't want I mean, unless you're going to roll all the way to the end with her, and I don't think she wants to roll to the end with her because you don't know if you can beat her or not. And so I do get wanting to target her, but in week one? Right. Danny's being so stupid right now, in my opinion. She, like, why, I honestly felt like going into, I was the most confident that those two would probably just gravitate towards each other, not only because they're similar in different ways, but uh, they both have huge targets on their back, and Danny, sorry, has to realize that when Janelle leaves week one, it's going to start a trend. And I mean, especially after watching Winners at War, I'm sure she watched that. I don't know why she would want to start the domino effect of let's take out these older players, because I really do think that these newer players are just more connected. So trying to throw Kaser and Janelle under the bus right off the bat, it makes no sense for her unless she's trying to appease the power and kind of flow in that sense. But I don't think that's her. I think she's just annoyed that they're fangirling over Janelle. 
and it, not her. It definitely seemed I like mean, that. I mean, she did say that. Yeah, yeah, she had that conversation with, was it Dave Vaughn? She had that Dave conversation Vaughn. with her? I'm going to go and find because I, I brought it up to a few people. I have that clip. I can go ahead and find it. Um, yeah, there it is right there. It, is Dave Vaughn and Danny bringing up Tyler possibly targeting duo slash pairs? Thank you, Power of Cheeto, for everything that you supply uh, in these games. But I'll play the audio from that conversation right now. Kaser, mm-hmm. like, Kaser, why is he here? Yeah. It's really weird, right? I feel like Janelle and Kaser. Um, yeah. Who else came here together? They were, you know, they were like tight, tight. Yeah. And I mean, it was a while ago, but they were like tight. He took her to yeah. the finals. Yeah. Her, Memphis, and Dan, final three. Mm hmm. I feel like Enzo's playing a really good social game. I was thinking that yesterday. I was like, hey, easy, easy mm-hmm. to the end. Mm-hmm. Final five at least. Yep. But he doesn't even have to do anything. Mm-hmm. I wish I was that good. Man. <laughs> it's a little staticky. I mean, that's it's just that's just the stream. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> hopefully it's not complete garbage, but uh, well, I, I, I just I was like, is my phone too close to the mic? Why is this so static? <laughs> like, I mean, I heard it fine, which hopefully away. that means the stream heard it somewhat fine. But it, in an essence, it was Danny seemingly wanting to call out every single, you know, old school player that she could in this one conversation with Davon. It's just like, damn, is this really is this really how this is gonna, this is going to go? Danny is going to call out all the people that could potentially I don't know, help her in in some fashion. It just makes me wonder what kind of dynamics there were preseason on if like all these new school people were like, we got to stick together or and all the old school people were just like, we don't talk to each other anyway. We're not going to do this. Uh, and that's how the season is going to roll. I don't know how, I don't know what this means going forward. Um, but. Well, I mean, Danny's working like seemingly with Nicole Frenzel and I'm like, Mm-hmm. really they were they were glued together last night for the most part if you watched it was like whatever room danny was in nicole was also in it and you know and they... look, be friends with her outside the house like they are friends they are friends mm-hmm. outside of the house and that's cool but we've watched nicole play two times danielle i know for a fact has watched her danny should know that nicole is not to be trusted she will not work with women she will not work with you. Don't mm-hmm. be stupid. You're too much of a beast at this game to fall for that. Yeah. And it's ridiculous to me. They have an Andy Heron connection is what I'm hearing on Twitter a lot that maybe Andy yeah, like, he is their glue. Yes. Yeah. And he maybe hooked up something preseason with them. So maybe they're just like standing on that foundation right now. But um, I mean, Cody right. Cody already kind of threw out Danny's name to possibly target. So mm-hmm. Um, Nicole did shut that down. So, I mean, right now it's good, but is it going to be good in three weeks? I don't know. And you, and you talk about Nicole not being able to work with women in the house. I think we saw that to a very certain degree last night, even, or mm-hmm. is it, I don't know. It all mixes together to me, but it was last night okay, when she, she said she ta- that to Cody. Yeah. She's talking to Cody and yeah. she says, you know what? I, I can make an all girls Alliance and I'll just feed everything to you and you can make an all guys Alliance and we can just work this way. It's just like, damn, like, I don't like it's a great idea. It's just ugh, I don't like the people who came up with it. <laughs> it's what it's what it's what Bella did on a smaller scale last season. <laughs> right. 
Well, Nicole is already. Are we gonna talk about her little cattiness with the other Nicole? It's like a, a sacred like, <laughs> oh hatred. My oh my god! That meme. was uh, that that got blown way out of proportion, in my opinion. But like, we can talk about it because we have uh, Danny and Nicole talking last night. You know, pretty early on in the feeds. And Danny was just kind of like, I didn't, I was really scared that Nicole was going to win HOH and, uh, Franzel was just like, yeah, I was pretty scared too, because, uh, and I say Franzel, it's probably Franzel, but like, I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. Franzel, it just sounds more eloquent to me. I'm going to say it. Let me say it, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that it rolled off your tongue quite elegantly. So yeah. I like it. <laughs> They were talking about uh, how they both ghosted her when she asked both of them to be on her podcast. And uh, for some reason, that really pissed people yeah, off that they were laughing about that, which is like, I don't like that you... has to do that. Like for Nicole Frenzel, I don't I don't know why Danny didn't want to do it other than she probably I don't I don't think that's her thing. Um, but Nicole Frenzel probably doesn't want to do it because she doesn't like the guy that does the podcast with. Nicole that Nicole mm-hmm. Anthony does the podcast with like there's some sort Eric. of yeah Eric there's some sort of beef between them and so I think it was that but it came off super well, catty I know that in Big Brother 18 Eric was very vocal of how he did not like Nicole throughout the whole season all she did was sleep around kind of was like the voice of BB Twitter just publicly on a on a platform and when Nicole came out of the house um she was not too happy about it and she i don't know if they've had conversations about it i don't know like if it's been anything besides oh i know that he's talked shit about me basically but um nicole's like best friends with eric so that might be a thing but i think it's also a little phony on nicole's end because i listen to nicole and victor's podcast from time to time at work and I definitely remember Nicole Anthony being on Nicole and Victor's podcast, like after she was um, on Big Brother 21. So it's just a little like fake to me that you would invite Nicole while she's like hot and the it girl of Big Brother 21. But she wasn't working with Eric at that point. Like I'm telling you, her beef's not with Nicole Anthony. It's with Eric. Well, and that's she was just it, really catty in the delivery. Somebody, it, in, go ahead. I was going to say, is it because I just thought that, like, they have me, so why would they bring another Nicole in here? Like, I am the Nicole. <laughs> like, well, okay. Um, she's, look, look, if we want to talk ego, she's got one. Um, and a chip on her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody in chat said, um, asked if uh, Danny is a mean girl at heart. And no, she's really not. In fact, I was telling, uh, I think Damien, who's also in chat, this earlier, is that um, I think Danny Donato, or sorry, Briones, is um, probably one of the realest house guests that we have. Mm-hmm. It's just that she's such a badass player. She, I mean, she's doing some stupid stuff right now, but she, I mean, historically, she's she's been a very, very good player, but it's like... It's like how I get, even when I play Monopoly, I play to win and I will cut your throat to do it. And that's her mentality when she gets in there. But in real life, no, I think she's so nice. Mm. I mean, to everybody. Like, I just think she is one of, like, the nicest past players. So, Mm. no, she's not a mean girl. 
it did really come off that way. Like, like I said, I think um, the reason I think that she's the opposite. You think she's mean in real life? No, and I'm saying I, I think she's the opposite. I think I think she's the nicest like, person ever that has ever existed. So <laughs> no, and Big Brother 13. I mean, I definitely think the Vat Alliance was kind of like the Mean Girls or the um very mm -hmm. that and i love rachel but i mean just being honest oh, she, that's why she she distanced herself and played with kalia yeah. i i feel like danielle was like part of the popular crowd but she's like the popular girl that will like talk to the nobodies i'm just being like no very... i do think she is that way no i i do but she's also she can fit in anywhere game. really she's a very like mm -hmm. sociable just she can fit in anywhere but i do think that she's very like rebellious to her core I mean, we've seen that ever since Big Brother 8, even with her relationship with her father. I mean, mm -hmm. this is just a rebellious person. So she definitely is not afraid to go against the grain. So maybe that's why so early she's wanting to go after Janelle and kind of go against what makes sense. Because, I mean, Cody has thrown out her name after Janelle. So it's only like for us, we think, okay, it's Janelle first, probably, obviously. But then if your name is already being attached to that possible target list, you need Janelle in the game as long as you can, Danielle. Danny, sorry. I mean, so. I, yeah, I agree. I just think she didn't want to do that podcast because I don't think podcasting is her thing. I don't think it was to be ugly. Well, I know that she turned down our half a few times because she didn't want her strategy or anyone to know how knowledgeable she was in the game because in case she did get a call for All-Stars. That's what Rob has said. Mm. That's why. That's why David also didn't want to do it because he didn't want to give away like his knowledge of the the history of the game. Uh, right. <laughs> and every listen, if it didn't happen, um, you know, in BB twenty or twenty one, David doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, that and that's I'm very annoyed. clear. Last night was filled, and today really it was filled with David walking into a room and be like, "Remind me of your name again and where you're from." And it's just like, "Oh, geez, David." I mean, These you know what? Worship. <laughs> there's a good way to get yourself in on an alliance david <laughs> walk up mm -hmm. to these like literal big brother legends and be like uh who are you again kaiser <laughs> no dude it's kaiser what up kaiser you know like, as cody would say he went to oh the, he God. went up to davon and he was like where do i know you from <laughs> like, really big brother you dumbass yeah <laughs> He did say exactly that, but it was very, it was almost to the effect of where, like, I've seen you somewhere before. Like, I know you, I know your face, uh, but no, she, I'm just he, like, sorry, go ahead. I accidentally cut you off. No, it's just, I, mean, I, I know some people are like, maybe he's just playing it up. Maybe he's just trying to play dumb, but I mean, I don't know if that's a great strategy if you're trying to play dumb to absolutely know nothing. If that's his strategy, he is doing a bang up job. Like. No. He's awesome. Very convincing. He, I think it'd be the opposite. So if you want to fit in, a lot of these early conversations are just about previous seasons and being able to talk about, oh, what happened in that season? What about your season? Like, it's definitely been these first, like, this first day or two has been, like, a big topic. And the people who talk about it, you know, tend to stay in the conversations. And that's just how you build bonds. So um, I don't know. But I'm annoyed with David on multiple levels. He just seems clueless and um, doesn't know anybody, which we already talked about. He also said that, like, there was no racism on his season when talking to Kaser. Did y'all see that? <clears throat> he, I did. he said kind of both ways. I mean, he talked about 
he said he didn't see it when he when it was happening. When he but was he, yes, but he knows it now because his relatives and friends have shown him multiple multiple clips of the things that were said and done oh, about well, him I and his fellow half guest. Okay, well maybe then I'm wrong. Educate me really quick. So what is, I didn't watch this live. I just saw on Twitter that he said like the fans were over dramatic about it. That's like what I read. Or I did mean, he not say that? He may have had two different conversations with two different people, but like I'm talking about the one with Kaser. That's the one I saw. Um I don't know if I know um, exactly what he said to Kaser. I don't recall him saying that. He may have, but I'm I'm not sure what that context was. But the conversation, I mean, he definitely had a conversation with Kaser and, and there was also another big conversation um about the, the biases and racism that's been um shown, you know, throughout Big Brother and really just in general, um, that was occurring at the table and there were multiple, multiple people there. Um, but Cody said some really asinine things um to uh bailey she was basically you know schooling him but david was there for that conversation as well wait what did cody say um well one of the things that he said and listen chat's probably going to come in and tell me exactly what it is but i'm just gonna it's not this isn't verbatim but something along the lines of uh, they were talking about um, whether or not Canada was inherently racist just overall. And he made some sort of a comment like, well, it, it, even if you send more people there, they're still like 90% white or something like that. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, what do you mean by that, Cody? Yeah, dig deeper there, Cody. Uh- like, <laughs> Someone take the shovel from him because no. And so anyway, he just like, just things like that where I don't, I mean, he didn't look, he didn't mean it that way, but it's just things like that where somebody needs to sit him down and say, Hey, don't do that. (laughs) One thing that was interesting that they talked about very early on in the feeds uh, was some training that they had to go through as a requirement this year while they're in sequester uh which was different you know sexual harassment and bias training uh that they said was like very intense and you know uh enzo i think the term that he used was was like a deep cut uh to everything which is great to hear because clearly i love that i haven't done enough of that but uh, did the production team also go through this same training because if not we missed a step cbs yeah who knows (laughs) i I don't know uh Um, what would that entail bias training Oh, I don't know. Have you seen um, The Office season one, episode two called Diversity Day? Probably very similar to that. I'm just kidding. No, it's exactly the opposite. of That that. might have been CBS's old version of a racial bias. I feel like it. I feel like it was. I feel like it definitely was. No. um, Yeah. Danielle and Kevin were talking about that last night when Mm -hmm. around the time when the feeds first went live. and Danielle was like, well, it's about time. Like, it's been a long time coming. And I'm like, truth. <laughs> I love that. I'm proud of CBS that that's the case. I know Survivor's also doing something about it as well. And I mean, they are having a season this season, but whatever. Um, I want to talk about um, Janelle and Kaser and how they basically said 
like as Alliance. soon as they came in, like we need to distance ourselves from each other mm-hmm. and um, we can't really be seen around because it'll be easy for someone to paint a target on, which right. she was correct. Uh, Kesa acted like it wasn't going to be a big deal, but it definitely is. And they're in a lot of danger right now. Um, but then a little bit later, uh, well, I guess we've already talked about it. I guess we, we like talked about things just not in like order. So it's like hard to like jump back and forth. But then people like Nicole, uh, Davon, Danielle, we're all bringing up the duo, and I don't know. I'm worried for them. I definitely think that this twist, though, is good for duos. I mean... Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think they definitely had that kind of thing in mind, but uh, yeah, it's interesting that immediately we want to target Janelle and Kaser, you know, two people that aren't really going to be that physically competitive, and I don't know. I, it's just no, weird to Janelle- me... Kaser never he couldn't even hold a button but I digress <laughs> <laughs> it's just it, it's really interesting to me that they're the two that people are targeting it's almost as if they're trying to shield away the fact that there's plenty of other duos in the house and they just want to ostracize like the famous big brother duo the, the you know the former all-stars duo uh as a way I mean, to they shield. are the only two in the house who have played in the previous all-star season right but oh. you know what is so ridiculous to me the fact that they want to distance themselves so people don't know they're a duo um you played in two seasons together and had each other's backs you're not you're fooling not anyone. fooling except for david anyone. yeah david's just I like well, I... david, yes david doesn't know who they are and and honestly neither does cody <laughs> well I mean, to be fair, I mean, what else are they going to do? Like, it would be worse if they were attached with the hip. I definitely think that they could have painted a narrative because Kaser is not v- very into the Big Brother community and hasn't been for a while um, from what right. I've seen on the feeds. They definitely could have played up like, oh, yeah, that happened, what, 14 years ago? Like, we were really good friends back then. But, you know, I'm married now. I've We're both – we went different paths. We, we call every few Christmases, and that's it. Like it, they could like have every few Christmases. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the third Christmas. Got to give Kaser a call. Every third Christmas, meet me in this spot. Uh, <laughs> so, so funny. I don't know. I think that it was smart. I guess. I mean, it's better than not doing nothing than hanging around all, all around. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand why Kaser is so much of a threat to people right now. I mean, the the man has not made jury ever he's he's had three chances he's he's super likable and he is a big brother legend in the sense that i mean he's caser what up caser like he is a fan favorite but to insinuate in any way shape or form that he's good at the game is lunacy complete and utter lunacy he is not a threat Yes, he may have a read on the house, but he's always been fairly intuitive. He doesn't know what to do with it. This is his problem. And I love him. I absolutely adore him. I think he's fantastic. I was thrilled. God, there's that picture of Memphis. I was thrilled to see him back. But it's just crazy to me that every time Cody opens his mouth and he talks about who he might target, like he's set on Kaser. Why? Yeah, I, I don't know. And I think the prime example of Kaser just not doing the best already less than 24 hours into this game is, you know, 
he's going around to everyone. He's being very social, but every time he goes up to someone, he he's like, I just feel weird. Like, I just get a weird vibe. And it's just like, that's not what you say. That's not what you say in the first day of this game. And he's going up and he's talking to mm-hmm. Danny. And Danny's like, you know, who do you feel good about or who do you not feel good about is, you know, a better question. She's asked that same question to like every person she's talked right. to. Danny's yeah. not doing so much better in that regard. Because information is power, though. Right. It, and she definitely got some good information from Kaser because Kaser was like, I just don't get a good read on Tyler or Cody, really. Are you kidding me, Kaser? Why would you say that about the HOH? It's, it's only a day. Yeah, no. Don't give him a reason to nominate you. And you just right. did. If Danny wants to take that information, <sighs> which she might very well do if she's fishy about every single older player in this game so far. Which or seems- she'll tell Nicole Frantle. And guess what she'll do? Rat Cole. Right. So I, I want to focus on Nicole because she has this. First of all, Nicole and Cody, there was a little speculation preseason. Why is Derek mad at Nicole? Is it because she does something against Cody in the pregame? Like that whole mess. But I don't, it doesn't seem like there's any type of barrier between Nicole and Cody. Nicole Franzel. Are we calling her, what are we saying? Because it's going to get confusing. Um, you can, I mean, you can call her Rat Call, you can call her Franzel. Well, okay. she said on the Franzel. feeds last night that she prefers being called Coco. Nick. Oh. Nick and Vic. Okay, well, and I said to myself, self, I will never call her that because it is weird. I think regardless, <laughs> Daniel, you can call her whatever you want. You can just call her Nicole because I don't think we'll be talking about Nicole Anthony anytime soon on a live feed update. Okay, uh, true. So just stick with whatever you want. All right. So Nicole was t- basically her- good friends with Cody. Definitely talked in the pregame. It's very apparent. Um... Then went up to Cody. I think she's the first conversation, like, one-on-one that Cody's had as HOH and said, like, we're good. Like, we got this. And Nicole's like, yeah, like, I'm going to, like, do the girls. Like, I think I'm going to make a girls' alliance later on, and then I'll come back and I'll tell you everything. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Nicole, why are you doing this again? Like, it's so... Because this is her game. This has always been her game. You can't work with women. This is why I was so irritated that... Danielle Donato, Briones, Danny, Danny D, whatever, Danny B. I don't know what her name is. You know who I'm talking about. Um, I, I'm so frustrated that you watched her play. Stop being silly. Don't be silly. I need you to go really deep into this game and be the Danny that I know you are, that I've seen you be. Don't say Janelle's name again, period. <laughs> not not for at least like three weeks okay four weeks (laughs) i um yeah nicole i just i i'm also not surprised that she is going to play the same exact way that she played in bb18 but it was just interesting to me that at one point she even commented uh to danny she's like i rewatched you know everything i did or i tried to rewatch some of the things that i did on bb18 just to see like where you know where everything turned and I just like, I know I was in the wrong. Like I was just going through, you know, heartbreak at the time. And I just, I just, you know, I, I think that really affected the way that I played. And I knew I was in wrong. In season 18? Yeah. You weren't going through heartbreak. You were busy diddling the goat burner under the covers. Jeez. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Give me a break. I can't. Uh, ugh. Now, she's now never she, coming on our podcast I was about to say, she's, ghost, she's ghosting us officially. We're never going to get her. Right. That's okay, because guess what? We were never going to ask you. Um, <laughs> I think we were the best. 
You're in the same category with Raven. <gasps> oh my god. No, okay. I, I took it I took it way too far. That's not true. Right. That is so not true. Roxy doing her own PR work 30, 30 seconds after making a horrible comment. Wow. You had PR work? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's her own agency. <laughs> moving on. Yes. Moving not on from Nicole real quick. Uh we haven't talked at all about our good friend Tyler Crispin. Uh, and I feel like he's going to be a very important uh, factor oh in the early portion of this game because he's oh, already right. made a final two with like has he five, not? five or six people. Yeah. And no. we've seen him one with, let's count real quick. We've seen one with David. We've seen one with mm -hmm. Bailey. Uh, mm -hmm. We've seen Cody. one with Christmas and Cody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anybody and... else? Uh, Memphis. Did he make one with Memphis or with Enzo? With Enzo. Right? He made one with Enzo. Did he make one with Enzo? Cody and Enzo are, seemed good. Oh, it was Cody. It was Cody and Enzo. Yeah. Yes. And Enzo, even then, it was just Enzo saying, you know, kind of like, you know, we're good to the end. You know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Cody said, Cody was in agreement with that. He, was, I, I read that on, on Twitter uh, uh, earlier, which I wasn't on the feeds at the time because I was doing a draft for this podcast. And so I didn't get to see that part live, but I read on Twitter though that uh, Cody was um, like it was a reciprocal thing. Um, so I don't know. Um, I do think Enzo is playing a very decent social game so far, and I was a little—he's—he's he's getting a little bit paranoid because he doesn't have his you know brigade in place, hmm. um, and he's never—he's never had to worry before. He's never been where he did not know what was happening. Um, but despite that, he's doing okay. I mean, according to Danny, he's automatically going to be in final five. No question. Yeah. Uh, I heard that with her conversation with Devon. Yeah. 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 We're, we're straying a little bit away from Tyler again, but uh, I think it's what do you what is your take from everything that tyler is doing so far because we see him making these final twos we see him you know writing these checks that he even said in his intro that he couldn't cash he's already doing the same that's exact his thing game. that's his that's game. his game uh, it's like that meme. it's the meme that's like same all shit same all fucking shit like that's like me right now at tyler well i mean last night he was i don't know if he was like just like shell shocked because his people that he thought were going to be in there weren't there. I'm not really sure. He definitely was. The was. They caught on to it. I mean, he spent like almost an entire hour in the HOH room last night and never uttered one single word. Like he was just, he was doing what I call couching. He was just on the couch and you almost didn't realize he was there. He had like his hood up. It was he was almost blanketing like Audrey. Um, mm -hmm. He wasn't quite blanketing. He was just couching. And I was like, okay, so what is he trying to play Casey's game from last year or from two years ago? But then he got up this morning and his uh, charisma was shining through once again. And you know he gives that little wink and a smile, and people just you know it's like. It's almost like they have Stockholm syndrome or something. It's like mm -hmm. we know that we shouldn't trust Tyler, but he just complimented me and smiled. So I've got to make a final two with him. Like it's the craziest thing to me. 
And I, I think I it's weird that Tyler is already playing this way when he, uh, right off the bat when the feeds came on, looked so distraught while he was talking about you know there's no Josh, there's no Casey here, and even on the even in the show last night during the premiere, you can kind of just see him. It seemed like he was a little bit stunned that he was without every one of his friends that he assumed was going to be on the season and probably mm-hmm. very much made a, an alliance with. We already kind of got an insinuation when he was talking to Christmas about a possible Final Four with her, Josh, and Casey coming into this game. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, how, he rebounded from that by going to make a Final Two with oh, everyone. He, had, he has a Final Two with Christmas, too. Yeah, I, brought, I, I think I counted yeah. her. Oh, okay, we counted her. Okay. Uh, but that was just um, interesting to me that he is so without his friends yet he's already rebounded by kind of filling the void uh with pretty much everyone yeah. in the game it didn't take him it didn't take him long uh somebody in chat says where are the fish there are no, no fish this season no fish which and i'm pissed about i love fish well i think um because they had to have people that you know come in and take care of the fish tank um and obviously they're not gonna sequester a fish tank worker for three months like they're not gonna sequester <laughs> the pet store worker for three months there's not having fish um i don't know if that's truly the reason but that's what i'm gonna go with um also in the chat they want to know why the feeds are down right now Do we, right do we want to talk about that twist really quickly so yeah, we can yeah. tell uh, it, obviously it was yeah. a main point but uh we got a hint at the safety suite last night and today the feeds went down for a little bit to i guess introduce the house guests to the safety suite and from what i gather again it's not like 110 percent on what exactly is going on because it's kind of we're trying to pick up you know different quotes from people as to how this competition is going to operate but from what it seems uh, everyone is going to get a chance to play if they want to. It's an optional game, and everyone can swipe in if they want to. And if they're playing, they have to make it public. And if they win, it'll be public, and they can choose one person if they win to save with them for the week. Uh, and that's also public. And apparently, the person that they save, their plus one, can receive a punishment of some sort. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that part's a little unclear still, but pretty much it's an optional game. If you play, everyone knows. If you win, everyone knows. And whoever you pick as your plus one, everyone knows. And Cody will know before nominations. So this will be our Sunday episode competition before nominations that we'll get yeah. every single week. And um, yeah, so that's, that's what they're doing right now. They're it's, currently well, they're playing that the the sweet game. The yeah. sweet, yeah. It's yeah. um, it's like a moderation of like the temptation competition i'm assuming where before noms you can go in and save yourself but this time there's no punishment there's like you're not an automatic nominee if you're like last place right right and it, i guess it, it's right it, I, I mean it's just a different interpretation of a roadkill or a hacker comp or anything that they've done mm-hmm. for the past few years they just need something to <gasps> fill uh their sunday episodes but we heard a roxy gasp th- so that means someone said mm-hmm. something interesting no, well, I mean, they probably did, but I wasn't looking at chat. No, when you said hacker cop, it reminded me of analyze. Last... Yes, <laughs> yes, mm. of analyze. No, it reminded me that last night, um, David said to Bailey in front of Tyler, <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> he 
was like, I cried whenever, um, you know, the hacker comp happened and it was, you know, um, and Haley was trying to, you know, tell you all uh, like she was a hacker, all of that. And Tyler's sitting right there. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, uh, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking right awkward. now. It was so funny. D- David gets through with that story and he turns to Tyler and he's like, what's your name again, man? Uh, I'm David. Yeah. Where, where are you do from? Do I know you from somewhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good um, Lord. You played Big Brother so- before? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, like, just to make it like clear, uh, Cody is definitely putting up a combination of Janelle, Kaser, or Keisha. And uh, originally, I think he wanted to do Kaser and Keisha. I didn't think he wanted to do Janelle, but then mm-hmm. Nicole was like, but "I you like know, Keisha." She's, she's like, "I like Keisha." You want me to play that? Right. I have the clip. <laughs> yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay, play it. All right, here. I mean, I didn't get it. She's just always like, she's like looking around constantly. Yeah. So she's she's going to be one that's going to catch on to things and is going to be smart and is going to like try to plot. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just always just kind of like, yeah, deflect. That's exactly what I've been doing. It's been really easy to do it though, because. Yeah, I was thinking either like Kaser and Keisha. I really like her. Keisha, then, then I was like, then Janelle. Because, like, them, it's just... Well, what if Janelle won veto and took him down? Do you think she would do that? Like, go all in and Yeah, they're, they're one, one million percent. One million. One million percent. The final two deal. One million. Oh, That's a math one stat. million percent. One million. Yeah. yeah, but I would totally be fine right. with whatever you do I support. What's I'm just percentage? thinking, like, you don't want Keisha to go home on your HOH. Oh? Is that Keisha. A Keisha. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want her to go home because she's like... I don't even like, know who she is, to be right, honest. Right, right. It's so horrible, oh but, like, I feel bad. Like, when everybody else, I knew their faces. She's just so... She's just sweet. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in a room with her. She's sweet. But... She's sweet but, and she like, she's someone so I hate her. I feel like I could talk to if she had yeah. an HOH. Like, I think that yeah. I could talk to her. But, I mean, I don't know. That's also a big move your first time. But it's All-Stars but it's a, But the thing is, like, what else am I going to do? All right, that's enough of that. It's not a big move. It's not a big move. Just big name does not equal big move. And I'm, I had to like deal with this all in Winners at War. Oh, let's take out Sandra and Rob and Parvati. Like first time going to tribal. That's not a big move. A big move would be taking out someone who's going to go under the radar and you know, like, no, it's not a big move. Period. And. Uh, Another thing, I, I wouldn't say that this is going to come as a shock to Janelle, Kaser, Akisha, because I'm sure that's on some of your minds. It's not, it's I mean, very much already on their minds. Yeah. Yeah. They've they said know. That. They're very intuitive and they can read the room well. In, in fact, Kisha, Kisha just, uh, let's see, how long ago was this? No, um, 10, uh, it was 29 minutes ago. Uh, Janelle and Keisha were talking. Janelle says, he is definitely not putting up the Nicoles. And Keisha responded by saying, if you were to ask me, I would say it would be us three, meaning Janelle, Kaser, and Keisha, uh, and then Memphis. Uh, and then, uh, so obviously the dynamics are already kind of clear just within the first day. And uh, I hate that the dynamics are kind of falling this way because I would have loved some combination of like, I don't know. Someone teaming up with an old, like an older player. Doesn't uh, I saw Cody and Memphis are like 
Yeah, they're reading that wrong a little bit. Nicole and Cody both like Memphis, but they're just, I guess, they're assuming that the the older players are in trouble, so they kind of threw Memphis Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, but um, they're right for the most part. They are targeting old players. Yeah, but uh, Cody even, I think he said uh, last night that he feels locked in with Memphis, so I don't think Memphis is a part of that equation. I think he's less of a part of that equation than Danny would be. Uh, Memphis is in a good spot, to be honest. Which is surprising. I don't think it's surprising actually at all because it, how many it's been 11 seasons since he's played 12 seasons however many I can't do math but a million percent But what what separated Memphis from like Janelle Kaser and Keisha is it just that he has a penis or Yeah 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 Yes it is because he has a penis No I mean for Nicole yes but just generally speaking I think uh, it, not just with Cody and um Franny um but across the board in the entire house I think Memphis will ride under the radar for a little bit because it's been so long since he played um, a lot of people aren't even really sure because these are younger, like the the younger players. They aren't even really sure who the heck he is. And I mean, they all watched him fall all over the bat last night for a mm-hmm. minute and twenty two seconds of him, like you know, needing medical attention. <laughs> someone, uh, someone edited that him falling with uh, Jessica falling last season, and it was amazing. I wish oh I had, God. I wish I had that pulled up so I could show it, but uh, <laughs> I loved it. I, whoever made That's that out hilarious. there, um, that was perfect. If someone could clip this out and send it to them, just kidding. No one's going to do that for me. But um, yeah, I, I'm happy that Memphis is in a decent spot because after watching last night, I'm like, Memphis just seems like the guy that's going to be the early boot, and maybe he was just giving me vibes of like. I don't know, the, one of the older cast members not doing so well in a physical competition and that has always just turned out to go poorly uh, in past seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm really glad that he's at least fitting in somewhat because he was one of the people that I thought, like, how is he going to fit in with everybody in this cast? And it looks like he's fitting in in a way that I didn't really expect him to, which is not with any of the older players. Right. Um, me, Mary Payton, and Jessica on the podcast that we did preseason, we all penned him as the first boot. We were like, well, every season needs a first boot. So I'm like very shocked. I thought that out of all the old school players, I definitely thought that there would be this kind of divide, but I thought that he would be on the bottom of it. So it's like interesting. All right. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know what else that uh, any big things that we need to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the safety suite. We got Tyler talking game with everyone. Everyone. Uh, well- it, Somebody in chat just said, what do you guys think of Cody saying that he doesn't want to work with Tyler because he will throw comps? Is that just a bluff to throw off that they're working together or is that legit? I mean, what did he say that to? I didn't hear that. He, he had, he did bring up to a couple of people because he was asked about Tyler and he was just like, he's a stud, but I think, yeah, we, you you don't know how he feels about him, but I feel like that's the same kind of bluff as with (laughs) Nicole talking about, you know, She's cool mm-hmm. with Cody and she respects him, but they're not really working together. I think there's a lot of bluffing going on and we're going to see uh, who trusts honestly, who. Yeah, it's hard to... T- I mean, it really is speculation. Um, honestly, on our part, trying to read into what, you know, is real and what's not real because we mm-hmm. truly don't know. Um, 
where loyalties lie just yet for some of them. Some of them we do, some of them we don't. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't, I, th- I mean, I think he's bluffing when he says that about Tyler, because I do think just based on the fact that Cody is the one who said to Tyler, mm-hmm. like, are you ready to ride this right. to the end together? Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like that lends a little bit of credibility to the fact that he's like being legit with Tyler and, right. you know, disingenuous with other people. And I need to, okay, listen, shades of Brooklyn. I do see your question in chat. <laughs> I don't know. Is Kaser, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, if, if Barrett wants to ask that question, that'd be great. He's our moderator for the, uh, for <laughs> for the people that are not watching the live chat replay or who can't, uh, Shades of Brooklyn would like to know who the kinkiest house guest is, and I think we can all agree it's Kaser. Well, moving on. Uh, right. Yeah. Think, Correct I, me if I'm wrong. This competition, were we like not led to believe that America would be voting for safety or something? I just assumed that's how it was going to be, but uh, I feel like everything I assumed yesterday was wrong. And this is just another thing to the tally uh, because of course it would just be a similar competition as we've seen for the past few years, where it's just everyone competes individually and mm. we have a power one because of that. So um, no. So what do we think the competition for this um, safety power um, that's going on outside right now is, and do we think it is geared towards any specific house guest for them to win or mm-hmm. any specific gender. It's going to be, I think it's going to be like the, the din of, um, hack, hacker road rec- activities. I think it's going to be a combination of the last four that they've done, <laughs> which I guess is roadkill activity, hacker and din of temptation. Camp counselor. Yeah. The camp, they're going to find the camp counselor. Jesus Christ. I hope they don't, uh, <laughs> That was another th- interesting thing. Memphis had a, some choice words about uh, Jackson, Jackson. or who he thought yes. was named. So did Kaser. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. I wish I, I had that clip, it. but uh, he Memphis basically just said, you know, I thought just from the, the vibes that I got that th- he was an asshole. And he was like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd right. be right, Speaking Memphis. Speaking of, I feel like we didn't touch on this, but it was just a little a little conversation that happened between Nicole Anthony and Kaser where they kind of just like uh, Kaser, it was in the storage room and Kaser was like, um, just so you know, like I really loved you on your season. Like I, how you dealt with everything. I thought yeah. you did really well. And it was just like a really nice conversation. And I thought going into this, that if Kaser would mesh with anyone other than Janelle, it would be Nicole Anthony. Cause they just seem like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, she worked with people like, Kemi, who was ostracized, and then Cliff, who was like not the, not everyone's number one on the ally list. So, um, but it was a good conversation. And he was like, I, at the end of the conversation, Kate said something like, hopefully we don't have any watermelon fanatics here or something <laughs> like that. And I, yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's unfortunate that Kaser's best social moment last night was with the person who's probably going to make the least impact in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think I really feel like he needed to get the trust of someone a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't see Nicole being someone that's going to like go to bat for Kaser. Uh, like, I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I, I did like seeing that last night. It was a very wholesome moment. Uh, and I'm glad you brought it up because I definitely would have forgotten to even I talk mean, about that. I mean, they're going to try to work together. But, I mean, how much of an impact could they possibly make? Nicole Anthony is 
a minnow in a, you know, sea of sharks. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, Devon is really wanting to work um, with, yeah. huh? Danny? Yes, with Danny. And, um, and in fact, Devon, after, you know, she kind of hinted at it and like, you know, it threw out the bait, which Danny didn't pick up. Um, after Danny left the room, Devon was like, America, mm -hmm. I know this is like what y'all want to see. And I'm trying, I'm trying. And I do think that that is a possibility of happening in the house. I just, I can't really figure out what Danny's doing right now. She seems very like, cause she'll have this conversation with Devon where they seem good, but then she'll go to Nicole and be like, Javon and Bay, you gotta watch out, watch out for that. And it's just like she's playing kind of snaky, to be honest. And I don't know if that's her new, like MMO. Um, I hope it's not one of those storylines where we love a house guest and then they play again, and then we're like, ew, at the end of the season, like kind of like what happened with Nicole Franzel. Everyone loved her in sixteen, coming at eighteen, nobody really liked her no more. I don't know, but um, <laughs> I, same thing with like Paul, I guess, but um. I don't know. I'm a little confused with Danny. Maybe she's just telling everyone what they want to hear, which could come back to bite her, especially if she's shooting herself in the foot, trying to throw out the names of potential her saving graces. Maybe she's just trying to create paranoia and turmoil within the house among other people so that maybe they'll target each other and keep herself off the mm -hmm. radar, but that's not going to work. Right? Yeah. That won't work. Watch it work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not... I, I don't know. I don't know. Christmas was crying earlier. I don't know what the crap she was crying about because... About her foot, bitch. Yeah, this... Are you serious? It was about her her journey and how it only stopped hurting last summer. And da, da, da. Like, we get it. You fell on your... Like, the fact that that's, like, your highlight, anyways. Yeah, I can't, you know how I feel about people that are crying. Can't do it. And well, Dave, so, I'm with crying, and in this instance, queen queen of tears, invented water, H2O, mom, love her. Stop. Um, so, <laughs> no, I, um, I was just thinking, though, Cody mentioned that, like, when he was talking about um, nominations, he was like, I just wish that somebody would just say something, you know, that would just give me a reason to put somebody up. And I'm like, dude, you've already got a reason. First, like, just go ahead and throw Christmas up there because, number one, she sucks at just life. And number two, um, t that was harsh. She sucks right. at the game. She sucks <laughs> at the game, not life. Um, She's actually, like, not doing bad. If she talks about injury, her foot any longer, she's not going to be doing so great anymore. Yes. And I was thinking if you're waiting on somebody to say something to give you a reason, I mean, odds are in our favor that it could be Christmas because she hadn't shut up since the feeds went live. I have learned more about her entire life history in the last, I mean, less than 24 hours then I know about some people that are in my own family. Like, <laughs> my gosh. So I figure, you know, statistically, it's got to be her. Plus, she won money already. That's like, yeah, that's That'd a no-brainer. 
Just throw, I mean, it does, and it doesn't matter, but you can use that as an excuse. Throw her up there. Who cares? Yeah. Mm. So annoying. Right. And then what do we think about Ian? That's, a, that's what I was about to say. Ian is someone that we haven't really brought up at all in, the, in this little update. You and notice his dolphin crash shirt, by the way? Yes, I did. Shout out to BB-8 Zach. Um, but, What's uh, that about? Yeah, I mean, I, I know what Dolphin Crash is, but why is Ian wearing I mean, if a Ian's Dolphin friends Crash with, if, any, if Ian is friends with anyone in the Big Brother world, it's probably BB-8 Zach. But, I mean, that makes sense. Anyway. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Ian tossed around as a possible nomination? Uh, I don't believe no. so. I don't okay, think he's been, he hasn't been brought up at all by anyone. I don't think he had a good conversation with Nicole like earlier today, but that's about it. Um, yeah, and I I don't know where where he really stands in like Cody's mind because I don't think they've interacted at all. But Ian last night on the feeds was Ian like he was just how you normally would view Ian on the feeds if you're going even back to PB14. He's mm-hmm. not really. Well, he's was not he the, streaking? He hasn't streaked yet. No, he was wearing his clothes. <laughs> I mean, the only real game talk that I've seen him do is with um, Franny Nicole Frenzel about, you know, we're both winners and that's a good reason to target us. So we need to stick together. I mean, and that was pretty much it. And who was somebody that occurred in the storeroom and who was it Christmas that walked in on that? Somebody walked in on it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was Christmas. And Nicole, that's like something that I feel <laughs> like it shows. Nicole's played this game a lot longer than a lot of these other people have. And she has those like natural instincts. Like, okay, before we start talking game, Barrett, you face that way. So when someone walks in, I can turn this way and you can turn that way. And we're going to talk about pepperonis. And Ian was just like, not, I guess, in tune with like the modern gameplay where you have to be able to like change topics and move around quickly when people walk into the room. So Nicole did that. And then Christmas walks in and Nicole was like, Oh yeah. So like we're having pepperonis tomorrow for dinner. Right. And I, that's not what was said, but something to that effect. And Ian was just like, uh, hi, hi Christmas. How, how are you? <laughs> like it was, <laughs> Ian, <laughs> I was like, Ian, oh my God. Ian needs that like protector that like Brittany was in BB 14 for him. The person who, when he mm-hmm. gets yelled at, you know, you have Brittany yeah. that steps in and it's just like, quit yelling at him. He's just a child. Like you need, he needs that person <laughs> yeah. again. And now it'll be stop yelling at him. He's 30. Yeah. Quit yelling at this old, old man. <laughs> Look at his silver streaked hair. You can't speak to him that way. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I don't, I think, I guess the only other Ian moment last night was when they brought up Danielle Murphy uh, and her apparently insanity. Um, that apparent. Yeah. Obvious. Uh, very it's... obvious insanity, I guess. Uh, you can. I don't really. I. I might have that clip, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's important. Basically, Ian talked about just how crazy Daniel Murphy, 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 yeah, uh, was post BB14, and how she um, thought Dan was apparently telling CBS not to contact her, and uh, <laughs> yeah. nobody told CBS not to contact you. They don't remember you. Did y'all see? Here's some little drama. I know like game bots won't care about this, but some little tea. Um, Janella and Danny Donato were having a conversation. I need to stop saying Donato. It's definitely not Donato anymore, but Brionis, but yes, Brionis. I mean, Janelle is no longer Janelle 
Pierzina either. So true. What is she? DeSanto, I believe. Yeah. Oh no, she will forever be Janelle Pierzina. Anyways, um, so they were talking in the bathroom. And Janelle asked, like, hey, are you and Portia good anymore? Because Janelle and Portia were really good friends. Oh, I watched house. this conversation. <laughs> yes. And yeah, um, so <laughs> uh, Danny goes, I mean, like, we were really good in the house. But me and Rachel and Brendan and Portia went to this game of, I guess, some sport. And Dom. Yes. And Dominic was there. And Portia was, like, all over Dominic. And... I was just like not here for it and da 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 da. And ever since then, like we never talked and I just didn't like how she was rubbing up on my man. And then Janelle was like, Oh she yeah, never like said rubbing up on my man for the record. Whatever. To that effect. Well, she said that he she was like he was all she was all over him. So what what else did that mean? But um and then Janelle was like, I felt like that was Janelle was trying to look for a connection because she definitely is friends with Portia and trying to find something to connect them but then when it went south Janelle was like yeah like I haven't talked to her in like a few summers like yeah uh, I only I just... talk to her every third Christmas <laughs> right and, <laughs> and then um some little tea on Twitter today a little after that Portia oh, this is my favorite Portia Briggs okay so Portia tweeted and said for the record I did keep in contact with Janelle Pierzina so I thought so basically confirming that like Janelle was just acting like oh as soon as Danny said something she was like oh me neither but they definitely had kept in touch wait <laughs> so Portia tweeted out like that's not true we still talk basically did she deny rubbing up on Dom um okay so she said um and I never had a thing for Dom not sure when or why that started, but it would explain why Danny stopped talking to me. But I never wanted your man. I just wanted to. And if I him. wanted him, he would be mine. No, that is not what she said. <laughs> I know she didn't say that. Um, first of all, it's not true. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Janelle said, "Well, Danielle said, well, what about you? Do you still talk to Portia?" And Janelle said, "No." She said, "Not really," because. And then she said, well, I don't live in Florida anymore, so we just don't see each other. She said, we just talk occasionally. It's actually, like, I don't know. Who cares? Exactly. I think she was, like, trying to find a common ground with Danny because she wanted to work with her. And Danny was like, I don't think so. Or what? Um, I think that that was Janelle's. Because Janelle brought it up, and they are friends or whatever. So... I thought that that was maybe Jenna looking to make a connection. I mean, it's a possibility. Also, when Janelle was putting on her makeup in the bathroom for a really long time, that is some beauty regimen. But you know what? It works. It, she looks good. Like, I don't know all of those things. Like I felt like it's like Nicole Anthony walked over and she she uh, like looked in this um, enormous suitcase of products that Janelle had and she's like <laughs> she goes I don't even know what most of these things are but I'm impressed and I was like <laughs> it's just what it's just what David says to the game of Big Brother every day as well <laughs> right <laughs> right exactly it, I mean she was putting on makeup for some time but and she had a lot of stuff 
but she looks good. So whatever products that she's using are great, but it, it really did crack me up that Nicole was like, I don't even know what these things are. Oh, so funny. I was like, I don't think most people know what all of those things are. It's a lot. Yeah. Right. Um, This is two topics in a row that I have no further comment on. Uh, but I agree. I agree with everything that both of y'all just said about the Twitter war and uh, Janelle's makeup. Um, and Love I don't. It. And I don't really know if I have anything else to add as far as. I don't think there's too much more. A lot of last night was very dry in terms of game talk. Today we got a little bit today, more. But, yeah, we got yeah. our game talk today. Last night was more. You know, like getting to know you, looking at the pictures on the wall, and like Enzo and Keisha talking about their divorces. Keisha's was seven years ago, Enzo's was four. Um, (laughs) for the record, yeah. Uh, Cody's HOH room reveal was not very exciting at all. In fact, it might be the least exciting HOH room reveal I've ever seen. He didn't get anything, He he didn't ask for alcohol because he said. Now, in in his original season, he drank five beers, got drunk, and then was paranoid all day the next day. And I was like, what a lightweight. But anyway, <laughs> he um he said he wasn't going to drink at all this season because of that. And Janelle's like, I had tequila in season six. And I was like, you did? <laughs> I know Rachel did in her season, but... Anyway, and then he also didn't get music or a letter. So, I mean, he just got, like, a bunch of, like, candy and sweet right. stuff. Really? I actually fell asleep somewhere in between um, waiting for HOH and looking at pictures on the wall and Cody getting his HOH room. And I had my earphones in, so I fell asleep on my bed. And then I woke up when all I heard was Cody would literally say the most non-funny thing and – it made no sense to like laugh, but after he said it, everyone, ah, Cody, ah, so funny, ah. And it was Should, just like, you want me to, you want me to give an example of that? This is what really the entire HOH room setting sounded like last night. That silence was not me pausing the video. It was genuinely what it sounded like after <laughs> they would laugh. Uh, but yeah, that was that. And yeah, there was a little moment like when Tyler left the HOH room after using the bathroom or something that Cody kind of gave a second, you know, you know, we're good. You know, we're good before he left. So if you need another instance of Tyler and Cody being good, there you go. Mm-hmm. Cody's mm-hmm. like, you know, well, we're bros. You know, we're, you know, we're just a couple of dudes. Uh, just, just People guys didn't want to leave the HOH room last night either. And I, re- I didn't hear this, but I read that at one point, I think they said Danny said like maybe directed to Enzo. I can't even remember. I just read it, didn't see it. So I, my recollection's not great, but it was something like, what are you scared to leave or, or something like that? And I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know if that really happened though, or if somebody like was just being like facetious, like on Twitter. Did you see that but... little moment last night uh, where they're all sitting around the table and uh, I don't know what Christmas. Uh, I think Christmas just said, "You ready for tomorrow?" And then Cody was like, "You ready to go up?" <laughs> and it was like the yes. this morning, yeah, yeah seriously awkward. Like, oh, like, we're few there seconds. already. It was like, or... it was like uh-huh, I'll put you on the naughty list. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Like, Christmas puns, Santa, stocking. 
Ugh. <laughs> Gross. Vomit. And, um, and also, I just want to add, I love Kevin. He's doing so good. I love him. And that's it. I love him so much. Soy He's latte. Fantastic. So, what do you think? I, I have a question. So, with this safety challenge, sweet safety yes, challenge game thing. Yeah. That they're currently playing. That's why the feeds are down. Um, and they so they declare it that I'm going to play in the game. Whoever wins, do they automatically say right then who their person is, or is that going to be done at the ceremony? I bet. Or I feel like it'd be done at the ceremony. Will mm. Cody have time? Like, how much time will pass between? Like, I'm just wondering, like, strategy wise, like. Oh, true. It, it won't be the ceremony because if they're doing, if they're not doing a key wheel. They would, right. If they did a key well, they'd have to reset everything. It would mess everything I, up. So, yeah. I think they name it, like, right, right after, after they win. Mm -hmm. And I can see CBS once the moment of, like, the underdog, like, Janelle running into Kaser's arm. Yeah. The like, underdog Janelle. Wow. What a statement. Do you think she'll save Kaser? I think she... I, yeah. I think she'll save Kaser or Keisha, depending on how things fall. I feel like it's Kaser. It, it's such a strange challenge or whatever twist because i mean depending on i, I think she may not have any choice because she knows they know that they're in trouble with case or with cody in charge um but it's it's interesting because if you win if you think you're if you think you're in trouble and you win because you have to you're in trouble you also have to show your hand and who your alliance is, who you're loyal to, because you can't have the safety without exposing yourself. And that is such a catch 22 that I feel like if Tyler's given the opportunity, he ain't going to win that. No, but he, because he's got final twos with like 200 people and there's only 16 in the house. And so, I think that's going to be really interesting. I think it would be even more interesting if um, we didn't really have any idea or they didn't have any idea who was in danger. I think it would be really interesting to see somebody win it that didn't need to win it and then expose themselves when they didn't need to. And by expose right. themselves, I just mean well, their loyalties. The problem right now is Janelle's like scared almost too because she doesn't want to come off like – She's just worried about being backdoored from... Right, but she I, I knows that that's her. a very high possibility at this point. Mm -hmm. she, she, I think she said the key, so she was like, I'm the biggest fucking target in this yeah. house. So she's nervous about getting backdoored again because she got backdoored in season 14 mm -hmm. as soon as she was eligible to be. So that's like her big fear right now. And I mean, it's... what's the legitimate, narrative? yeah. Right. Because she definitely is being talked about and... I know that everyone's anti-Kesa right now, but really it's All-Stars, and if Janelle's on the block, I definitely think that they will probably just take the shot. Um, well, you'd be dumb not to, to be honest. I guess. I mean, I'm not saying, look, I know that that hurts Depending your heart. Depending on who you are. Depending on who you are. I mean, I know it hurts you to hear that, Daniel, and I understand because I love Janelle. I think she's, you know, phenomenal. I don't want to see her go home, but... If I'm in the game 
and Janelle's on the block on eviction night and it's this early in the game and we have no loyalty, I'm getting rid of her. They, I wouldn't. Well, I know you'd go to the end with her and let her win. No, I would not. That's so false. You would tell the jury to vote for her unanimously. No, I would not. (laughs) No, I would not. Y'all are so annoying. I think it's so dumb to take out such a big target so early on. Like, I would definitely work with her at least until jury. At At least least until final three. I think Janelle's the kind of player that you can't let her get that far. And you cannot let a player like her get that deep into the game if you want to beat her. Um, Because she's not going to make it easy for you. I mean, this is a person who is largely largely regarded as one of the best players to ever play if with good reason she's made it to finals twice mm-hmm. and now, i wouldn't want to let her get that far and now we I have uh, an hoh that is trying to prove himself i think in a large way and uh-huh. uh, uh just you know to be deserving of a spot amongst you know one of the better players in big brother history and I think he probably thinks that a good way to prove that is to go after someone who not only would be a huge target in the house, but is someone who is respected uh, amongst the you know community and amongst everyone that has played this game. I think in a weird way, he might think that that would put him uh, in a certain role <laughs> in Big Brother. I mean, I think the move is dumb because it's the first week. Right. But... I wouldn't say necessarily no if she were left sitting there on eviction night. I wouldn't want that to happen. I mean, you do need to keep people in front of you, but there are, I mean, if it's week one, there are a lot of people in front of you and you know you don't want to go to the end with her and you're not really going to get blood on your hands. Why not? Right. That's the way I would look at it. it, I think it all depends on who you are. So if you're Keisha... Danny. Then you don't. Yeah, you you don't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you don't have any alliance with her, and most likely you don't because it's the first week of the game. Even even Davon. I think Davon would much benefit from Janelle being in the game because who's Nicole Franzel going to go after if Janelle's out this week? Like, you have to think about not only who's the bigger target in the house, but who's going Mm -hmm. to have influence with more people. And mm-hmm. who does that person want out? And Nicole Franzel, as much as like we want to shit on her, I mean, she's she has social bonds in this game, and she definitely is mm-hmm. in one of the more powerful early positions. So someone like Davon, someone like Bailey. So even if you're Bailey and you are really close to Davon, you want to keep Janelle in so that she doesn't go after Davon. She goes after Janelle. So I mean, it just makes sense for a lot of different reasons. And I mean, yeah, if you're Tyler or Cody or whoever. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I do agree with you on some level, on a lot of your level, actually, but I don't necessarily agree with the Davon Bailey situation because I think if you're looking at those two players, I think there are still two huge, huge players in front of them that are going to be targeted by anybody before. Who? Like, in front of Davon and Bailey? I Danielle, they, Danielle, well, three really. Danielle, Keisha, and Nicole are far bigger threats. I, I'm I'm speaking like specifically from like Nicole's standpoint. I mean, when you take out uh, a pair like this, the next pair that's going to go up, I could definitely see Nicole. Oh, if you're talking pairs, yeah. 
But there's so you, many ways to look at it is the thing. Like, that's what's so stressful about it. Like, there's really not, there's not like one best strategic move and one worse. But, there, but if you're talking strictly pairs, but that wasn't what I was talking about. That wasn't mm. the scenario I was talking about. You're thinking of it in a different way, which doesn't make it wrong at all. Like, I definitely see your point. I'm just right. saying I would never want to leave Janelle in the game if I were playing with her. If I'm watching it, I would like to see her on finale night. <laughs> uh-huh. What do we think? If you're Cody, what's your best move? Ooh. That's a if you're Cody, your best move? Probably not to win the first HOH, if I'm going to be completely I mean, honest. Right? Well, um, now that he's in this position, I think personally taking – he could go a few ways. He could put up um, – if he really does like – I mean, Kaser is on to him, so I guess it does make sense to go after Kaser. Um, so I would say put up Kaser and maybe throw Christmas up there, or if he doesn't feel close with Keisha, put Keisha yeah, up there. If he wants to keep I, blood off of his hands, I think Christmas is a perfect – person mm -hmm. to put up there uh in case they're right next to her probably wouldn't offend everyone because it, it already feels like people aren't the biggest fans of case going around being like you feeling weird yet are you getting a weird vibe from anyone uh like i don't think people are like taking a taking a liking to it if that's a phrase i can use uh so i think christmas and case would be the easy nomination choices for cody if he wanted to i think he, i would i would I would not put Kaser up if I'm Cody because really? yeah, yes, because which Cody doesn't know this because he's he, he's uneducated about Big Brother, but because of Kaser's ties to Janelle that everyone but Kaser or everyone but Cody and um, David seem to understand. Um, you don't want to make like if you're not going after Janelle, you don't want to necessarily make her mad even if he is just a pawn i would put up like an ian maybe uh no like a cole anthony and a christmas yeah. and or even a david who have fewer ties and get and you know david and christmas is probably the easiest thing you I, think, I, mean, I think if david sits on the block first week on a thursday night he's it not would going be home. terrible it i would, mean it would but be if he's terrible, i still but... i don't think he would go home though I don't, no, I don't think he would either. I I mean, if he was at Christmas, I actually believe he would because Christmas is doing pretty damn well with the first social game right now. I don't know. I don't. I really don't think that David would go home first. I don't no, think I don't they would think send would him either. home first. I actually maybe not only because of that reason though. Um, I don't know. I think putting up Kaser is not bad for Cody's game because Kaser is on to Cody. And yeah, that would be good enough reason in itself. I don't think that has a lot of backlash behind it. And but I don't think if you're targeting Kaser, don't put up Janelle and like poke the bear, so to say. Like if you're gonna do that, you ultimately do need to take out Janelle if you're gonna put them beside each other because Janelle's gonna have a lot more like fight and force. But I I just think it's dumb to make an enemy out of Janelle week one when she's going that's to be targeted. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying don't put. If you're not, if your intention isn't to get rid of Kaser don't put him up at all because why do you want to like, i think his intention is though and well i know but we were talking about what his best move is and that's not his best move his best move well would have been to not win the hoh at all but because he did his best move would be to take out someone who um has no real ties in the game and is an easy vote out just used this week 
to get yourself some alliances and some bonds and just take out a Nicole Anthony or um, or a David or a Christmas or who's somebody else who has like no real um, uh, I, don't, I guess it's like Keisha. I don't Ke- know. I mean, Kevin doesn't really, but... Uh, well, he and I, I mean he he didn't come into the game right uh, with any for sure, but he and um, he, he's hit it off with about everyone, but especially Davon, I think. Yes, he and Davon are are super tight. I mean, I think he so easily integrates himself and ingratiates him ingratiates himself with virtually everyone that he comes into contact with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he would go home and if you know anything at all about kevin he's a very strategic and very very good player and he will not forget that oh, you put enzo. Him on the enzo and cody are really close so that yeah, would i don't think that's happening i'm telling you he should have put up one of the three that i mentioned if because it gets the least amount of blood on his hands he really should target christmas because he has a reason which is a stupid reason but he has a reason that he could say oh i'm putting her up she already won money mm-hmm. i mean you know i'm just right. saying that's what he should do i also don't think the old older players have done a very good job at talking to cody uh which is another thing altogether i think would be a good reason for him to nominate one of them uh and that's usually a common reason that we'll see is that you just haven't i just haven't spoken to any of you uh, and we may very well see that depending on how this safety suite turns out. But if we go any longer on this on this recap, we might accidentally uh, see the results of the safety suite, and then we'll be here talking for another two hours. So I think we should wrap I it think, up fairly soon. Yeah, I, I mean, I have nothing much else to say. Um, I'm rooting for Janelle and Casey to go into this, crush it, save each other, so Cody can scramble. All right. Roxy, any final thoughts? I love Kevin. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Well, uh, thank you guys for, if you joined the chat today, if you're watching on Periscope, uh, thank you for joining us. If you're not subscribed to the channel, I encourage you to do that. If you want to like this video, that would help us a ton. If you're watching this after the fact and want to leave any comments, that's also helpful as well. Um, We'll be back probably tomorrow, I would assume, uh, to talk about these live feeds just a little bit more. And Sorry, speaking of live feeds, I made the live chat. I don't think a lot of people are in it yet. But um, if you're on live feeds watching on like a desktop or computer or whatnot, go to the chats and type in our reality, just spelled out, no spaces, no nothing. Um, and we can talk there as well. And on Twitter, of course. All right. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go join our live feed chat, please go do that. If you want to join our Facebook group and talk 24-7 with us as well, if you don't have the feeds or anything, uh, please go join that group. That link is in the description below. So and is all of our... A- there's a lot of updates that get posted in that oh, Facebook yeah. group a ton because there will always be a thread with the current um, update stuff in there. Right. It's really helpful to anyone who uses Facebook more than Twitter or anything. So if you want to go join that, that link is below as well as our Twitters. If you want to get in contact with any of us, uh, I am at spicy Barrett. Daniel's at Daniel icon Brown. Roxy is at Roxy underscore Hotman, but those links are there as well. If you just want to click on that, uh, thank you guys again for watching. If you want to go listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, I know I have the Apple Podcast link in the description below, but if not, you can just search for us anywhere and you'll find us. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you guys again. See you later.